everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we are at minute 66. Mm-hmm. Which I have beginning with Trip standing up and walking off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trip McNeely. Lest anyone, McNeely. lest anyone forget, it's Trip McNeely. Trip and I have it going through Watermelon Guy saying, yeah. This... This minute... Yeah, just a classic. <laughs> it's, it's it's sincerely, it's sincerely a classic. It really is. So Mike goes and looks for Amanda, with a look of desperation that we saw the seeds of which were planted last week. Mm-hmm. And as he goes into the party, uh, a song starts playing. Yes, tell me about the song. It is Sublime's "Caress Me Down." Okay. Um, it is from their self-titled 1996 album, Sublime. That's mm-hmm. what self-titled means. That is what that means. It means you title it after yourself. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Every single time. Almost every time. It was never released as a single, uh, but it still got substantial airplay from K-Rock and other like LA stations and stuff. Was it really never released as a single? Yeah. Nope. It's the, the only from... Sublime song that I know. For real? It's the only. Su- it's the only Sublime song that I know... To you know. know that it is Sublime. Right. Yes. Because, yeah, the, the, the Sublime songs uh, that were released from that album were Santeria, What I Got, and... Okay, I do know What I Got. I don't think yeah. I realized that was Sublime, but I do know that song. So, uh, yeah, and it uh, the bass line, um, it goes... Is apparently a famous bass line. Oh. <laughs> it's called the Slang Tang Rhythm. Uh, from Wayne Smith's 1985 song, Under Me Slang Tang, which has links. I didn't click on them, um, but hey, listener, go check out uh, this song. Maybe I'll, if it is on Spotify, I will put that after Caress Me Down so we can all enjoy uh, what I imagine is uh, a cool reggae song Reggae song with, a, with the same uh, bass line. There you go. And then the lyrics and melody are primarily from the eight, 1980s 12-inch single, Caress Me Down by Clement Irie. So... It's kind of a cover song that they sort of interpolated to suit themselves. Interesting. It says the lyrics to the song are in Spanglish, a mixture of Spanish and English. Actually, what's really funny is in the lyric book, there's a part of the song where he switches entirely into Spanish. Mm -hmm. And in the lyric book, it literally just says, learn Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I actually uh, <laughs> really like that. That delights yeah, me. Me too. And the only thing, other thing I have is a personal note. Sarah and Mariah, two people that we know, and Mariah has actually come up on this podcast before. One time, one, literally just one time, I hung out with them together. And we did two things that I me- that I, I remember. One, we watched an episode of Dawson's Creek. Okay. Two, they played Caress Me Down to make me uncomfortable. So it was a uh-huh. fun early high school experience for yep. James. Yep. Nope. I can see that happening. Both of those things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good times. So, Good times. I guess I must have been just like a like a completely safe, harmless option to of someone to hang out with or whatever. Or maybe it was like, oh, James James's will be f- whatever. It didn't really seem like, oh, James is a fun guy. Let's hang out with him some more. It seemed sort of like almost like stunt casting, but for friendship for that one time. Okay. To play this song, this very, very sexual song for a boy to see how uncomfortable he gets is a particular kind of like early high school girl aggression that is unmatched. Yeah. I feel like. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very specific 
brand of (laughs) something. Yeah, it's definitely a brand of something, for sure. er, Early high school girl aggression is a good way to put it. It's like when you first enter, like, samurai school, and they give you your sword, and you're like, wah! Uh-huh. And, and you just cut a bunch of things and people that you don't intend to, but you have your sword. Yeah. You just haven't figured out what to do with it yet. Right. That's yeah. early high school girl aggression. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, like, knowing both of them, I highly doubt that it w- there was anything malicious in, that, in this moment of, hey, let's see if this song makes James uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think, and I think they were like, this is funny. But then right. they're like, this especially, this part about, like, he talks about uh, uh, basically the tip of his penis. And yeah, stuff mushroom and tip. Penis. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sublime. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so many songs about the tip of his penis. Um, so, <laughs> but I think they were sort of like, this is funny. And then I don't know that I got visibly uncomfortable, but I think they sort of, it dawned on them as, dawned on them as we were listening to it that they were like, Oh, wait a minute. James is like a church boy guy. <laughs> and like, I, I, I don't think this is how it happened, but like, I imagine there, I feel like we were in there in Sarah's car. Okay. For whatever reason. I imagine their heads turning towards me as they realized like I might be. <laughs> oh, so, that is, that is what I think of when I think of Caress Me Down. I do think Mariah was probably the first person who introduced me to that song. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I hate, I hate that I do this and maybe, maybe this is cause I'm not used to having uh girlfriends that aren't the oldest in their uh, family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, Oh, Jesse must've introduced her. To well, her. no, I was and just so. about to say, I think she <laughs> heard the song because of her older sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, I feel like that's, sub- that's how you get into sublime unless you're me. Do you remember Stuart Davis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's who introduced me to Sublime. So Stuart Davis okay. joins the list of my surrogate older sisters, I guess. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Stuart had an older brother. That's probably how he found Sublime. Oh, that's that's actually almost entirely true. Oh, no, no. I bet Stuart found it because they do a Bad Religion cover on one, of their, on one of their albums. And Stuart was the most into... He was the first person I ever met that was like mega into one band. Oh, like, okay. That was like a like that was like a punk band, like not an InSync Backstreet Boys sort of okay poppy thing. Yeah, but like I really like this one punk band. Um, okay, and so he would have explored Sublime because they did a Bad Religion cover. Anyways, okay, interesting. This song is playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, no, it sure is. There, you know, not a lot happens in this minute. It, I mean, not, there, but, there's an incredibly iconic conversation, but it's not like that weird little detour that we just took. Was, yeah. is gonna like eat up a bunch of time we could have spent talking about something else that's true i do have stegosaurus facts coming up so oh uh, well i we stand corrected <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts to where um it's almost like we uh we dropped a pin in find my amanda and we go to amanda mm-hmm. and um she is talking to two young men stoner uh, guy we've met stoner guy yep. exactly and another uh, young man eating a watermelon who will continue to eat a watermelon and watermelon related conversations for the rest of the time we see him. Yep. Um, he's played by a, a man named Jason Siegel. Yeah, he is. In his film debut. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not remember. realize that. Yeah, I guess Cameron he was Wade, TV. They, 
He was right. He was on TV. Yeah. He was, he was okay. like he was like a Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Like he had an established TV presence, but not not by much. Ninety eight. I don't know. Freaks and Geeks was ninety. I think Freaks and Geeks may have been ninety nine. Oh, this could okay. be his like being filmed debut. Ninety nine. Yeah. Interesting. Let me let me just go to his IMDb really quick. Yeah. Um. Just to just to make sure, but nope. Can't hardly wait is his very first thing. Wow. Yep. Wow. He, he was in three things um, in 1998. This, Dead Man on Campus, oh, I didn't and know he was SLC in that. Punk. Yeah. Um, I forgot he was I in SLC either. Punk. Did I know he was in he SLC was, Punk? He is one of my favorite characters in SLC Punk. He plays this guy um, named Mike. I just was like, what was his name with IMDb open? Like an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, here's what uh, I remember was, about SLC Punk. Okay. Devin saw a tripping acid because he had it mm-hmm. in his pocket. Right, as he ran away, yep. And Michael Gorgian was also in it. Correct. That so, is what uh, I remember about SLC Punk. So the fact that I don't remember Jason Siegel being in it doesn't surprise me. But also, there's our Newsies connection. Exactly right. Or a exactly Newsies right. connection. It's not the first one we've had. And uh, listeners who are just listening to this, uh, that like SLC Punk or Newsies, well, if you like Newsies, go listen to Newsies Minute. I'm not really sure why you haven't already, but maybe yeah. it's because we haven't mentioned it enough. Uh, we talked to Michael Gorgian. Yeah. He is um, one of the people that we talked to for that show, so it was very exciting. Yeah, he's just really lovely. It was It was a very fun interview. It was very, very fun. And he seemed to be sort of having fun with it too uh, mm-hmm. which is which is fun he also uh was his top three were that he was in forgetting sarah marshall which he mm-hmm. also wrote yep he was in the muppets which he also wrote mm-hmm. and he was in a movie called the end of the tour where he played david foster wallace who wrote uh infinite jest among other things which means that it was a historical or historical fiction movie about someone i didn't look it up he was in 208 episodes of How I Met Your Mother. That was that's where I think a lot of people know him from. I'm going to assume that's all of them. Yeah, I would imagine, unless there was like a, it has to be most of them. Um, yeah, if not all of them. Um, sometimes people are like sick or they do like a clip show or whatever. Yeah, that's true. He was in I Love You Man with Paul Rudd. He was in Knocked Up, basically playing himself. He played mm-hmm. a character named Jason because it was a Seth Rogen movie, and he's very funny. But I think he. Cheaps out on creativity. He gets other creativity, um, but he doesn't do, like, character names. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then he was in all 18 episodes of Freaks and Geeks, which, do I recall you didn't care for? I tried to watch it, and it did not grab me. Mm. But I also didn't have anything at the time to grab me. Like, I don't... I think that was before How I Met Your Mother. So mm. I didn't okay. know who Jason Siegel was. Yeah. I didn't realize that Watermelon Guy was in Freaks and Geeks. Um, right. Am I yeah. correct that... James Franco was in that. James Franco was in that. A young yeah, James Franco. That may have been part of the problem. Um, yeah. I don't care for James Franco, and I never have. I don't think I knew who he was at the time, but it could have been that I found him off-putting even then. Mm. Could be. And that was part of why it didn't grab me. I should give it another shot, because I have heard really wonderful things. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it was Judd Apatow's sort of break into creating stuff on his own. Uh, it has a young Seth Rogen, a young Busy Phillips, a young Linda Cardellini. It's an all-star, fu- uh, kind of a future all-star cast. Yeah. Um, J- James Franco is in it, and he's sort of 
proto James Franco for better or worse for depending on who you are. Um, sure. But it what I always think is I tried the first episode of my so-called life and I just couldn't. I get it confused with my so-called life too because I also tried that one and I was like I clearly like not having watched it when it was on I was like I yeah. don't think this is something you can come into as an adult nah. and have it hit the same way. Yeah, I agree. I think Freaks and Geeks scratched the itch that my so-called life did not scratch okay. for me. Fair. Um, if Listener, if you are feeling like you didn't see my so-called life and, and you're sort of worried about jumping in now, you were just about to, you're like, after this episode, I'm going to start my so-called life. I mean, you can still do that. But I would recommend listening to the first several episodes of I Never Saw That, where they watched the whole, the whole series because it was only one season mm-hmm. and have reactions both as people that didn't watch it at the time, but were alive and active in like a high school sort of way at the time it takes place because it's a little bit older than us. Mm-hmm. And I, I just found those episodes very valuable and, and funny. So yeah. anyways, um, I have a question now about Watermelon Guy. Okay. Do you think that the watermelon has something on it or is Watermelon Guy just so high that everything tastes good? So this, okay. So my understanding was that the watermelon had been soaked in vodka. In vodka, sure. But... If that's if you're asking me this, that tells me that's not canon in the script, and so I don't know why I thought that. And also watching it, he seems high rather than drunk. But that also seems to be the case for every single character in this movie. True. Other than maybe Mike. Mike does a pretty good like in like this week, Mike does a pretty good drunk. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Um, but like I William, agree. when he was talking about God's salt, seemed yeah. high even though we'd only seen him drink. Right, right. So yeah, I don't know. Watermelon guy definitely seems stoned out of his gourd. Right, it has gourd. Are watermelons gourds? I don't think so? Question mark? Are melons gourds? I guess maybe they're I'm going to look that up because I need okay. to know. Let's see. Watermelon is a member of the cucurbitacea family of gourds so you are not out of your gourd about how he into his gourd yep. he is related to the cucumber squash and pumpkin okay learn something new every day indeed you do i don't know if it's canon i always assumed that there was something on the on the watermelon but then i got sort of a a more sexual vibe from it this time than i have before okay um and I don't know why, but it seemed very suggestive this time. It never has before, but not, But then, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's just the way I'm watching it or who I am watching it. I've been listening, you know, I've listened to any episode of FMK all day, right. so like my mind is already sort of <laughs> dragged into the gutter like they're Pennywise in the sewer, sure, sure, whoever sure, they sure. may be. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't really get that, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't there. Have, have you seen that, uh, I don't know if it's a video or a t- I've seen it on Facebook, so maybe you've seen it. It's a TikTok of these guys, these Polynesian guys eating mango. No. And these two people are watching it, and these two women are watching it, and they're like, uh, I officially identify Oh, yeah, no, I have seen that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Then they're talking to her, and um, I don't know, do you have the script open? I do. Ne- my next note is Stegosaurus Rar. Okay. So I, I, we may need to jump into what she's saying to them. So... We have, remember that the transcript doesn't say who says what, right. but I think stoned guy 
says, Preston, I don't know. Well, his hair's kind of, I don't know, brown. And I think that it's a watermelon guy who says, no, it's not really brown. Oh, he's, oh, he's tall. And then Stone Guy goes, yeah, he's kind of tall, sort of tall. And then Watermelon Guy goes, and he's always wearing, like, T-shirts. And Stone Guy says, sometimes. And they're, like, laughing. Like, stoned out of their minds laughing during all of this. Yeah. And Amanda says, so he's sort of tall. And one of them goes, kind of. And she says, with hair. Yeah. And he wears t-shirts sometimes. Yeah. Yes. And that, that's where the minute ends. I think it takes a lot of skill to believably write this vague that description. Like, that is some, that is some magical yes. writing right there. He's sort of tall. <laughs> and he has hair. Kind of. And he wears t-shirts sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's that... There have been a couple times during the recording of this show where I have said that is my most quoted thing from this movie. But no, this Mm -hmm. hands down. I usually misquote it. I usually say he's kind of tall and has hair rather than he's sort of tall with hair. But I definitely quote this scene more than I think anything else from this movie. I think I think that we are paired in that and that's why t-shirts mm-hmm. was one of our clues for yep. what this show is going to be because it's in, it's you know couched in a vague description so we thought it would be good for a vague clue um you have stuff about stegosauruses yeah watermelon guy or stoner guy one of them has a toy dinosaur stoner guy and he goes rawr <laughs> so i looked up stuff about uh <laughs> stegosauruses okay uh, so i found 10 I looked up uh, fun facts about stegosauruses because I thought I'd, I'd skirt the dry Wikipedia, it was this genus, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so huh? here are 10 fun facts about the stegosaurus. The stegosaurus had a brain the size of a walnut. I feel like I knew that one, actually. That one's the, that one's the big one. A walnut or ping pong ball are what, what you'll, you'll hear quoted a lot. Okay. Paleontologists once thought stegosaurus had a brain in its butt. Well? So... Sometimes paleontologists are wrong. They also thought that uh, dinosaurs were dragons, so... Well, no. now, do we know for a fact that its brain wasn't in its butt? I think we do actually know for a fact that it was not. Okay. That it is not. I don't know how you can tell that, but... I think... <laughs> but... Look for the butt. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyways. Uh, this is my favorite fact. The spiked tail of a stegosaurus, you know how they have those spiked yeah. tails? Those are called phagomizers. That's a great word. Yeah. Like the sp- the spikes are called that? Yeah. That I guess the whole the whole spike situation on the end of their tail is their thagomizer. That is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't know why they had those plates going up their spines. We we don't know what that Fashion. was for or, or how that it probably was it probably was like they were they were basically the Kim Kardashians of uh, mm-hmm. in that no one liked them. They supplemented their diet, as many herbivores do, with uh, small rocks. So that mm-hmm. in their stomach, it can do some work digesting, tough to digest uh, plant stuff. Yep. Every vegan I know also eats rocks. Uh, today, my kids and I had a, a fun conversation because I, I had done that research last night. 
Um, and then Lila said that she licked a rock yesterday because hashtag Lila. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, you know, uh, cows and dinosaurs that ate meat. Oh, we we're talking also about teeth. Maybe actually Lila said she licked a rock after this conversation. Uh, we we're talking about how teeth, like how you have like thick ones for mashing and thin mm-hmm. ones for uh, for tearing and uh, pointy ones for ripping. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's cool that plant eaters have mostly thick ones for mashing. And then I was like, did you know that, you know, plant eaters tend to eat rocks and whatever. And Lila said she licked a rock. And then we started talking about how Matt uh, would want ranch on his rocks. And he's like, no, no, no. Can I have plain rocks? And we had a fun little conversation. Aww. Uh, yeah, so they eat rocks. Uh, let's see. Uh, they were one of the earliest dinosaurs to evolve cheeks, which is adorable. That is cute. Stegosaurus. Um, Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. Maybe both. I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. both. Uh, state. The Stegosaurus is the state dinosaur of Colorado, which is where I'm from. Did not know our states had dinosaurs. Apparently they do. Let the, hold on. Let's look up what Virginia is. I was just going to say, you keep talking while I look up state dinosaur oh, okay. of Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably something dumb. Um, they were all dumb. They had brains and size walnuts. In their butts. In their butts. Wall butts. It was once thought that the Stegosaurus walked on two legs, which is hilarious to think about. Huh. The Chesapecten Jeffersonius. Common name, mm. scallop. The scallop? Uh-huh. Is that... Okay. Hold on. Is that like the fish, the mollusk? That, yep, that's just a mollusk. I think that's... A, the, isn't that a scallop? Yep. Or is that, that that's the it, onion? It's an extinct, extinct. That's a word. It's extinct. Chesapecten jeffersonius is the fossilized form of an extinct scallop, which lived in the early Pliocene epoch between four and five million years ago on Virginia's coastal plain. Ugh. So, yeah. Not as cool as the Stegosaurus. <laughs> yeah, our our state dinosaur is a stupid dead mollusk. Well, they're all dead, so like... Yeah, but this is a stupid mollusk one. Uh, Now, this is interesting because the next fact I have uh, relates to that. Uh, Most stegosaurs hailed from Asia, not North America. Okay. But I'm sure that American paleontologists have uh, pushed the Americocentric paleontology uh, Mm -hmm. line. And then my final uh, fun fact and the last note I have is the stegosaurus was closely related to the ankylosaurus... Uh, which is that tank-like dinosaur with the, like, club on its foot, which I'm sure has a just as cool name as a Thagomizer. Um, but, uh, it, like, when you think about it, those two dinosaurs have sort of the same base and different accessories on top. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what Spike was in The Land Before Time? Uh, Spike may have been a Stegosaurus. I don't don't think he was an Ankylosaurus. I don't think he was a Stegosaurus. I don't think he had the spines. Hold on, let's. I, I'm the, looking him the up. The plates on his back. He was a. He was a stegosaurus. He was just young. He hadn't. Grown oh, his, he hadn't his grown his plates. Hair. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, fun fact, everyone. The Land Before Time wiki's cursor is Littlefoot's head. Oh. It's cute, but then if you think about how um, it's Littlefoot's head, it's yeah. sort of like oh. Littlefoot was voiced by Gabriel Damon. There's another Newsies reference. Newsies connection. Yeah, exactly. Spike was voiced by Rob Paulson and Jeff Bennett. So, Oh, no. Unknown, possibly none uh, for Land Before Time 1, which is the only one I count. Oh, Um, yeah. I really hoped that you would say Alan Tudyk. Oh, my God. That would have been... Well, yeah. Yeah. Spike was just kind of noises. So my headcanon is it was a very young Alan Tudyk. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Okay, that is all I have. That's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot of Stegosaurus. We've, it's we've a lot of Jason We've been talking Siegel. for a long time, so we should do some social media. Let's. Shall, shall I take care of social media? Go for it. We are on social media. We have it. We keep it at home and on the internet. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter uh, as a podcast at JE underscore Minute Movies. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, and we are proud to be part of that network. And they can be found on Twitter at ScavengersNet. And you can also go to the website where uh, you can find the store. Mm-hmm. Um, the website is at scavengersnetwork.com. The, you can go to the store, which is at scavengersnetwork.com slash store. And you can find the new-ish, at the time of this, uh, at the time you're hearing this, uh, can't hardly wait minute t-shirt which was yes. designed for us by uh, Lindsay reed of spooky spouses which is also on the scavengers network uh, and her new uh, design company kelp rabbit which i think we've talked about maybe last time last week or the week before that and yeah so uh, go check that out go check out the website it's gorgeous we have our own page there lots of stuff has their own page there everyone on the network has their own page there but we get to clump all ours together yep so i think i think that's gonna do it yes um you know the uh stegosaurus was unable to digest anything but plants did you know that that was the 11th fun fact oh but what about the rocks well they don't digest those those were sort of just like the drier balls in in their stomach and they just Um, which means that i I would assume so after they were done Hmm. um but so the one thing that that is sort of tragic is that um at that time, they couldn't eat things like like molasses or honey, uh, but we can now, which goes to show uh, paleontologically that time is honeys. They also couldn't eat hot dogs. <gasps> Go hot dogs! <laughs> the Scavengers Network, creator driven, community focused, treasured content.